Welcome to Banshee, Don Mega. What up? I am glad to be here in Banshee. Banshee, Pennsylvania. That's where we're broadcasting live from, right? Uh, Sure. Why not? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's radio. I mean, me personally, I'm broadcasting from Antarctica. <laughs> um, but, um, but yeah, man, if you're in Banshee, that's that's not only uh, very um, just a coincidence that the show that we're going to be talking about is set in Banshee, Pennsylvania, but you're actually in Banshee, so that's pretty cool. And being so the, sh- the the town really doesn't exist, that's... Or so you think. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's it. I found the other dimension, and I'm talking to him now. Don Mega is in the other dimension, everybody. In Banshee, in, Pennsylvania. <laughs> in, in, in Banshee world, where where the cops are the thieves and <laughs> and the <laughs> and Can't try to explain that one <laughs> yeah so um you know uh welcome fans of banshee um to our uh intro show um my name is Fra- frank or uh, uh at links llnkz on twitter and uh with me is uh don mega don your uh twitter yes. box name there yeah, what up, what up? This is Don Mega at DXDonMega on Twitter, and uh, glad to be here, and um, we're glad to talk about some Banshee. That's why we decided to uh, join our forces and uh, come bring you a uh, po- new podcast here, talking about the best damn show on television, Banshee, available on Cinemax. And I know a lot of you are going, Cinemax, damn, I don't got that channel. Well, you know what? You better subscribe to that channel uh, by April. Because you need to watch Banshee when it returns. You should actually subscribe to it now so you can start watching all the previous seasons. There's been three seasons out so far. A fourth on the way. Fourth and final season, unfortunately, in April. Uh, And um, you need to get caught up. And I'm sure if you're listening to the show, you probably have already. But if we're bringing any new people on over to uh, the dark side here, you need to check out Banshee. It is a phenomenal show that I have no doubt you will fall in love with uh, after the first episode. So um, this is our introduction to what we're going to be doing here over the next couple months. So uh, I'm very glad to be here. Uh, Me too, man. I'm extremely excited too because, you know... uh, the marathon was on Cinemax just the uh, past weekend. Uh, everybody was tweeting about it. So, um, you know, uh, got the show rolling and um, followed everybody that was watching it. And uh, we already have close to 50 followers. And uh, Anna slash Carrie of the show, uh, you'll, you know, start watching. You'll find out why I say that. Um, <laughs> Anastasia. Uh, Anastasia. Anastasia. Oh, you smart girl. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Um, yeah, so, um, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, thanks for everybody who's following. And, um, you know, here, here's your payoff. The show is, we were finally doing the first uh, show of the uh, podcast, the introduction uh, show, basically. Because, like uh, Don said, uh, they have three seasons. We have three months. <laughs> and, uh, Don, I'm sure you felt the same way I did at first when we found out that the original airing date of season four, the final season, sadly, but everything must come to an end. Um, you know, uh, 
you know, it was supposed to be, I believe, January 29th. Correct me if I'm wrong. No, you're right. Okay, but, and then all of a sudden, we were a bombshell hit just recently, and April 1st is the new uh, release date for the finale. So, um, uh, after my anger subsided and cooler heads prevailed, uh, I started thinking about, well, you know what? Three months, three seasons, fourth month, we can get really deep into it because, uh, you know, um, st- I listened to, um, you know, a podcast that went through uh, True Detective season one uh, brilliantly, brilliantly. I mean, it was it was a work of art that uh, that series that this particular podcast uh, did, and uh, and Banshee is just as deep, if not deeper, than True Detective Season 1 uh, was, if you can even believe that. So, I started thinking to myself, uh, you know, why not do a, a show on Banshee? And, you know, so, uh, like Don said, um, three seasons, three uh, three months. So what we're going to do is we're not going to go season to season to season to season and episode to episode episode. What we're going to do is um, at the end of January, we're going to do a main show, big show about season one. Talk about it because, you know, it's 10 episodes long, uh, all an hour long. So, you know, talk about the season, what happened, what we thought about it, what could have been you know, taken out what could have been added, what you know, and so on and so forth. Uh, and we're going to continue that, you know, format into February and March, season two, season three. But when season four kicks off in April, that's when we're going to get really uh, deep and juicy with it because we're going to do it every week. We'll be following every episode and we'll have a big, uh, you know, farewell show for it, and then, um, you know, and uh, we really hope uh, you guys uh, enjoy the ride as we kind of take you on it, so, um, I mean, uh, Don, did you have the same kind of uh, reaction to, because, like, uh, finishing my thought on After Cooler Heads Prevailed, I also thought to myself, you know what? If they think that the final season wasn't good enough, then you know what? Push it back four months or three months, whatever, and make it great because the show deserves to have its last season be the best season of them all. Yeah, I agree. Um, I did not, I don't know, I don't know where you saw that that was the reason why it was pushed back. From my understanding, it got pushed back just because they wanted to, um, just for programming purposes, just kind of stretch out, you know, where that last season kind of began. Um, They didn't want to just drop it in January, from my understanding. Um, So please enlighten me if you read, you know, where you got that information (laughs) that it wasn't good enough. Uh, for the final season, because I've yet to see anything say that, you know, Cinemax was unhappy with the fourth season, or they were unhappy with the fourth season, and they wanted to reshoot or re-edit anything from 
Um, everything I've read, I mean, everything went really, um, really well, and they had a great rap party, and <laughs> you know, everybody was sad to to go, and um, so yeah, I was just curious where where you saw that and what uh, it exactly said. I, it was a forum, and it was uh, they were talking about reasons for it, and that's kind of where I got it from, and it made sense to me. So. Uh, I never heard anything from the producers or any of the cast or crew of why it got pushed back. To be on, to be one hundred percent honest, um, uh, just in you know fan forums and 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 such, you know, I it, it, all speculation yeah. is is basically where I got that from. So, uh, you know, I it, if that's what you know they said is why they did it, then. Um, Okay, but I don't know. I I always tend to not believe what people with a lot of money say. <laughs> you know, there's always a there's always another. I don't know. Can call it a conspiracy theory if you want to. I mean, usually, but with these kind of network type shows or with premium channel kind of shows. They're on a pretty tight schedule um, to get things done. They know when they need to air. You know, Banshee's always been kind of a January-ish show. Yeah. Um, and I just think that... I really think they... Because it's the last season, they just kind of looked at their schedule and they said, we really don't want this really competing with anything else. And maybe compared to when this was starting, you know, uh, maybe, you know there's some other big shows starting on HBO and Showtime and stuff like that to it that they don't really want to compete with it. So they kind of maybe found that April window and said, you know what, we're going to put this thing kind of off to itself and let it kind of ride into the summer. Um, cause it's, it's their flagship show. I mean, it really is. Um, you know, Banshee is, is Cinemax's big flagship show. And I think, you know, if we kind of go by, you know, I come from, you know, the entertainment world and the big, you know, movie news and, and stuff like that. And with movies, that April, May kind of timeline is like your launch of the big summer blockbusters and all that kind of stuff. And I think if the, you know, if the Cinemax wanted to kind of try to follow suit uh, from a scheduling perspective on it, uh, April is a really good time to drop something like the final season that they wanted to get the attention that it deserves. So I really think it was a strategic kind of scheduling thing more than just saying we have an issue and we're going to shift this thing back. Um, I really don't think that they ran into any issues on this. I know the script was locked down a long time ago and they were very happy with the script. So happy with it that that's when they decided this is going to be our last season because Mm -hmm. they realized how good it was and they wanted to just kind of end on such a high note. So I really don't think that there was issues with this. I really do think it comes down to just a strategic um, scheduling kind of thing. Okay. I mean, and where the conspiracy theory comes in is, you know, that's what they said, and, and that's a that's a really good, um, you, you know, it, it makes sense. But I have one uh, name I'd like to say that will be airing in April, I think, and that's Game of Thrones. Right, one of the biggest network TV shows on TV, and it—I don't know—I it just felt like it felt right, like Banshee would start in January, like it always does, and then when it ends, 
Game of Thrones would be starting. That's kind of how I seen it until they changed it. So now I'm, uh, I, uh, you know, the thought, you know, people have that. That's where the conspiracy came in. That's kind of, that's kind of what made me think. Okay, they said that, but uh, who really knows, though? Honestly, I mean, it's yeah, all speculation. Yeah, I mean, honestly, and to be honest and to be fair to everybody listening, you know, Cinemax is never really even given a reason. They just said. You know, they yeah. just they shifted the date, and it is what it is. It's April first, so everything we're talking about really is pure speculation at this point. Yeah. Um, it's just you know that's just what they decided to do. They dropped the new uh, teaser trailer for the season, and then they said, "By the way, April first is when <laughs> is when the season drops." So now, um, now, are you a big like um now, like me personally? At the end of every episode, you know how they'll give you uh, scenes to the next upcoming episode. Yeah. Me personally, I'll, I'll, I'll turn I'll turn the uh, channel off right away because I don't want to see anything. You know, I don't want them to spoil anything for me or anything. The Walking Dead is notorious for that. You know, um, you know they're they're you know coming up next week, and it's just like you know you leave me on a cliffhanger to see if character A is going to live, and then you show me character A. <laughs> You know, in the right, upcoming the show, you know, <laughs> breathing and everything's peachy keen with her. So it's like, well, I guess she got out of it, you know, or he, you know what I mean? So, <laughs> yeah, but, um, it does spoil it sometimes. I'm a sucker for spoilers, though. I honestly okay. usually don't care too much. Uh, I, I, I care to an extent, you know, like when I saw Star Wars, I was like, nobody tell me nothing, blah, 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 blah. You know, yeah, I was like, like, let me, let la, me la, la, I'm not listening. Not listening. Yeah, <laughs> let me just be surprised. Um, but honestly, like, like my most anticipated movie of, of this year now, where we are in 2016, my most anticipated movie this year is Batman versus Superman. And um, I, anytime an article comes out and is like, possible spoilers i'm reading that article because i'm like i want to know what's happening in this movie so bad you know <laughs> so it's like so it, there's moments to where i don't care about spoilers and i'm like give me all the information i could possibly get and then there's other times where i'm like eh. so like with, with banshee like i w i always watch the preview for the next week because it gets me pumped it gets me excited to see what i'm gonna get the following week it doesn't really bug me too much um you know i might try to not read any spoilers for like the finale episode or something but you know oh. if it's just the regular you know first several weeks of the show and it's just a quick 30 second preview for the following week i'll, I'll always watch that okay yeah i mean to each his own everybody has their own style of the oh, way they sure. like to watch tv but like but but i'm the same way with movies like like hateful eight like i i I, anything I can get my hands on or ears on about Hateful Eight, any interview that anybody did on any radio station, I was there. I mean, you know, I mean, because Quentin is just the coolest interview in the world to listen to, you know, I mean, and I'm a huge Quentin fan. I mean, you know, um, and I, I you know, uh, your, my, you know, your Star Wars was my Hateful Eight, uh, uh, the, the, the uh, couple weeks that just passed to be honest <laughs> i mean I, I i loved star wars too um but i i was i was more excited for christmas day hateful eight uh on 70 millimeter and it, and it was just amazing but uh, star wars was amazing too 
I mean, uh, they were both great, but yeah. I, I know what you mean. But I'm I'm weird like that. With movies, I'm like that. But with TV shows, I don't want to know what's coming. I don't want to know what's happening next. Just surprise me. You know what I mean? That that's and I and I kind of look at a show like Banshee and and the like as very long movies. Um you know what I mean? Where you can't just jump into it, you know, into season two, episode seven, and then never watch anything before it. And then, you know, what's going on. And you know what I mean? You, you, you either commit to it and you got to start from season one at the pilot and, and watch every episode and, and, you know, new phrase that's come out, binge watching a show. It's, you know, it's something new that's, that's, you know, past two years or yep. yeah, two three years or so now. Uh, you know, we never used to binge watch shows before. You always had to. Uh, you know, we DVR'd them, and before that, you had to make sure you were there when they aired it, or you weren't seeing it. You know, and it, and, it, and it's interesting how the watching habits of TV uh, shows um, that the masses have have started to do and. You know the masses now are on this binge watching kick now. You know they're all, they'll almost wait for an entire season to be done so they can oh, go yeah. back and just just watch have, it all with I no commercials. Fr- yep. I have friends just like that. That I'm like, you need to watch this show, and they're like, I'll watch it when it's over. It's <laughs> like so watch it all in one clump, and I'm like, why would you wait when it's on right <laughs> now and it's so good? It, it exactly. kills me. It honestly kills me. Like, I mean, I like binge watching too, but if the show is on now, I'm not going to wait a year to watch it just so I can watch it all in one. Yeah, um, <laughs> like, that's I'm, just ridiculous to me. I'm the same way. Like Banshee, I, I'm I'm there every Friday night. You know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah, I'm I'm there when it, you know soon. You know the the minutes there, I'm there, and I'm only like that with a few shows. Uh, that the uh, The Walking Dead, Game of Thrones, and uh, that's it. That's the only three shows. Uh, in my life that I make sure I'm watching it when it's lot, you know, being aired for the first time, you know, I don't want to binge watch that. But, um, unfortunately if I find a show or find out about a show after the fact, though, then I'm going to binge watch it. So, you know, and you know, Banshee's been on for the past, uh, you know, three years or so. So, you know, a lot of people are finding it now. Um, you know, it's, and, uh, a lot of people are, uh, have been binge watching Banshee, uh, cause, uh, trust me, they've been tweeting about it and how much they've been loving it and where this show's been. Uh, I don't know how many people have tweeted, um, this is the best TV show that nobody watches, <laughs> you know, and we're going to, and you know, this, and this podcast is an attempt to kind of, you know, uh, not, you know, change that, but get, you know, get as m- many more, you know, watchers of the show before the final season ends because the show is amazing. And, you know, uh, we were talking earlier that we try to tell people about Banshee to watch Banshee on Cinemax and they go, okay, what it's, so what's it about? Right? And, and so what do you tell them, Don? Right? The, 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 uh, <laughs> yeah, put it on me. <laughs> <laughs> It's very hard to explain, and that's why it's hilarious, because we both find ourselves in this boat every time trying to explain what the hell this show is about. It's very, very... It's a weird premise, and it's hard to really set it up properly without you just watching the pilot and just taking our words for it. Like, I basically Uh, wind up saying, listen... 
just do this do me this one favor watch the first 10 minutes of the pilot that's all and then you'll you'll know what you're about to you know watch because you'll be hooked i guarantee it you'll you'll want to watch every episode up until you know season the end of season three because the show is just what i love about it the most is just how original it really is i mean there's nothing else like it on tv or before or there's there's nothing like it that i've ever seen yeah, I mean, it, it's just a super, super unique show. I mean, the premise of it, kind of long story short, is there's a guy, he goes to prison, he's in prison for, what, 15 years, I think, something like that? Yep. Um, gets out of prison, he goes to find his ex-girlfriend um, in Banshee, Pennsylvania, and he's having a drink, and he kind of gets involved in this bar scuffle, and the new sheriff that has just arrived in the town ends up getting killed. Uh, and in a weird kind of way, him and the bartenders try to bury the bodies because they're involved and want the cops to come. And he ends up taking the identity of the new sheriff that's in town. He gets a phone call from the mayor. He answers the guy's phone. Hey, are you the, are you the new sheriff? Is this Lucas Hood? He says, yeah, I'm Lucas Hood. All right, cool. I can't wait to meet you. I'll see you at the courthouse tomorrow. All right, I'll see you there. No one's ever met this guy, so nobody has any clue of who this dude is. So our main character in the show, who we actually don't know what his real name is, uh, assumes the identity of the sheriff, Lucas Hood, and becomes Banshee, Pennsylvania's sheriff. Now, the, the, the fun, and it's not a cop show, so it's like, I don't want to set that premise that no. it's just, now he's the cop and he's the sheriff. Like, he's a bad dude <laughs> who's kind of good and he's so he's now the sheriff like... and he's running as he's running the town's sheriff department but it's like he's <laughs> not a real cop so he doesn't follow the rules he doesn't do things the he doesn't know cop them way. Yeah, <laughs> he doesn't do things the normal cop way he does it his way so if somebody's being a punk he'll beat their ass like i mean he doesn't care and at the snap of a finger too (laughs) i mean i mean he he tries to do what's right but at the same time him and his kind of crew are still kind of pulling jobs on the side and they're doing stuff and there's always kind of this side agenda but at the same time he's also trying to be a good cop at the same time but he's a fake cop and it's just it's it's really kind of just whatever premise but it works so well on this show and the show is very adult i do want to state that i mean you might hear you know some cussing <laughs> you know you're, you're, uh, you're, gonna see, yeah. you're, you're gonna see nudity you're gonna have sexual situations i mean it is a very adult show yeah. so i'm setting that premise right now so don't think like oh let me watch this show with my kids like it's a very adult show it is but that's what works for me because for me as a grown-ass man what are the main things i want awesome action some sex <laughs> some cussing. Uh, uh, yeah and, <laughs> and uh and, uh, and uh, lily simmons uh sex i mean oh, yes. oh boy Lily Simmons, our beautiful little Amish girl, who you all get to know very well, and um, uh, and she, she and and if you remember, she was the uh, T-Mobile girl in uh, True Detective uh, season one that uh, uh, Ed Harris uh, winds up, you know, cheating on his wife with uh, again, uh, and you know that pretty much, uh, you know, uh, whatever, you know, but you know she she, she was in True Detective. I didn't yeah, even put the, yeah, put she. Together. Yeah, uh, yeah, um, 
you know, we had it was Ed Harris and or not not Ed Harris. What am I? What am I saying? Woody Harrelson, Woody Harrelson, you Woody Harrelson, Matthew McConaughey, and yeah. and Woody Harrelson, uh, you know, had a problem with cheating on his wife, right? And yeah. um, he was in the bar in the strip mall, walked out, bought a phone uh, at T-Mobile. She's the T-Mobile girl. All of a sudden, she comes into the bar, and I next that. scene, I didn't remember yeah, that being her. and then next scene, she's she's riding them like uh, just awesomeness. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, and that was Lily Simmons. That's yeah. awesome. Uh, which yeah. is our Amish girl that just cannot wait to take her pants off and just. <laughs> I mean, I think what episode two. Uh, uh, our main character and her, uh, uh, you know, uh, cross paths, so to speak. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, uh, there's a lot of, I mean, if there's a girl walking around Benchy, Pennsylvania, chances are our main character is going to, at one point, just rail the shit out of them. <laughs> Yeah, it was funny to me because I, and I mean, you know, and yes, it's a little bit of a spoiler for season one, but I'm sure you guys have all seen it by now. But uh, what cracked me up the most watching season one was, uh, what was it, the one guy that, he, when he first becomes a cop, like his first day on the job and he beats the hell out of that guy, and then that guy ends up getting killed, and then like the widow like of her of yeah her yeah like she's yeah. just sitting on his doorstep and then i was like oh man he's gonna have sex with this chick already yeah, yeah. And like and he did and i'm just like this no, dude yeah, <laughs> yeah. With like everybody and and he's so like like uh you know because he so he kills the dude he shows up at the guy's wake <laughs> eats eats their food <laughs> and the widow comes over and she goes are you enjoying the sandwich that i paid for for my dead husband you killed <laughs> <laughs> what a great line! <laughs> yeah, it was, it, and yeah. He's, he was like, "Yeah, it's pretty good." <laughs> I mean, you, you summed it up. I mean, if you're a female on this show, you're probably gonna have some kind of relations with Lucas Hood. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but you know, but that's part of the glorious aspect of this show. Um, it just, it like I said, it just really has something for everybody, and uh, and I mean. It just, it is such an amazing show. I mean, really kind of going back for me, I mean, and you can talk about how you kind of found it um, also, but for me, I actually was late to the game. I did not watch the show until I happened to be, you know, I had heard of it, and I don't know how I missed it, to be honest, because I do reviews on TV shows and movies and stuff for my other podcast all the time. And for oh, some what is reason, your other podcast, Dom? Because oh, you know you do, <laughs> you do come from a uh, you know entertainment uh, podcast background. <laughs> I do. Uh, so my main show is Am I on the Air? Uh, Am I on the Air? dot com. Check it out. And um, it is uh, you know I, I I report on all the entertainment news of the week uh, in TV and movies, movie reviews, so forth. Um, and I, I, I watch a lot of TV because I always got to have something to review, let people know, is it worth watching, so forth. I don't know how I miss Banshee, to be honest, because I watch pretty much all the premium shows uh, on HBO, Cinemax, Stars. Like, you know, I, I try to watch as much of them as I can. And I don't know if it's because it was on Cinemax, you know, and I know a lot of people have that same kind of mentality with Cinemax that it's just kind of, you know, it's just, it's the whatever of the movie channels and you don't really kind of expect it to have great you know premium programming sure but, you know uh, you know b-rated porn late at night 
Cinemax. Exactly. Skinemax is <laughs> exactly what exactly. It, right? Yeah, so, I mean, if you want the girl to be riding his belly button, <laughs> you know, at two in the morning. <laughs> Perfect. You know, so so for me, I was, um, you know, I I was uh, in between jobs last year, and I was just you know just always looking for something to watch, and I was flipping through the channels one night, and I wound up on the fight. Uh, I think it was episode two or three of the last season of episode of season three uh, between Clay, uh, Matthew Rauch, and um, uh, what was her name? Um, super fine too. Uh, Odette uh, Nola Longshadow, right? Oh, yeah. So the two of them, um, it's this guy and this girl, and they get into a brutal fight. I mean, just brutal. Oh, you're talking about uh, the Burton. Uh, yeah. fight where where uh Burton comes out the door and all of a sudden a hatchet uh right. hits him exactly. okay yep. okay so I'm flipping through the channels and I actually catch it right when the hatchet gets poof, right into his chest and right. I'm like holy crap what the hell is that and then this chick just comes out the woods and they start fighting and I'm like what the hell is this show right and i'm thinking it's a movie at this point i'm just like okay this is like some b movie that's on but a really cool like fight going on and i and i watched this whole fight and uh i won't say how the fight ends but it's pretty intense and um you know and i was like damn what is this so i look and i see it's banshee and i had heard of it before and i said oh man this is that tv show banshee and so i send a tweet out to my peeps on twitter <laughs> and i say um I just saw one of the greatest fights I've ever seen on television. Like, it's the show Banshee. Should I watch it? And I got a bunch of tweets back from a bunch of people saying, hell yeah, you need to watch this show. Yeah, because, so, yeah, I mean, Banshee fans are really passionate about oh, trying yeah. to get other people to watch the show. I mean, it's just that good of a show that you want other people to know it. It's like, you, it's like this great show that it you almost feel like you know bad that that it's not as big or, or bigger than it should be right. you know no totally and then so after that i was like okay so this is a couple episodes in to the new season that's airing right now every friday night so i go back i check cinemax on demand and boom season one season two season three all on demand <clears throat> so that's when i went to season one and I said, well, let me start watching this show and see what I think. And it's like, you know, you've said it several times, you know, watch it for 10 minutes and you're going to be hooked. And it's exactly what I did. I mean, I popped it on and I remember I put on that first episode and I was like cleaning my bedroom. I wasn't even paying like full attention. And I'm like sitting there like putting clothes away and I'm cleaning things up and I'm kind of watching it. And then I'm just like, I found myself like just kind of, I kept stopping and just staring at the screen like, damn, what's going on now? What's this guy doing here? And who the hell's this character? and like by the end of that episode i was just like damn that was awesome and then i went to episode two and episode three and episode four and and like you talk about binging i binged watch season one right into season two and then right into season three to where i got caught up to where the show was live because season three was airing at the time so then i got completely caught up literally within like three days i just went through the, the seasons I couldn't stop talking about it. I was telling everybody, like, you got to watch the show. I showed that fight, the same fight scene that got me into the show. I literally pulled it up on my on-demand app on my phone. And every time I met up with a friend, had lunch with anybody, I'm like, just watch this fight. And I would show them the fight, and they were <laughs> like, I got to watch that show. And they had the yeah. same reaction I did. And speaking of that fight, I don't know if you just saw, but IGN 
just ran an article saying the top 10 fights on television in 2015. And that was the number one fight on television in 2015. So that was really cool to see IGN give Banshee some props and they won the award for best fight on television. So I I was really stoked about that. Uh, My brother-in-law who actually has not started watching the show yet, which I'm very disappointed in. um, But I showed him the fight and he was like, damn, you know, I need to check that out. He was the one that actually pointed out the IGN article to me and he only knew about the fight because I showed it to him on on my phone so he was like look it's that fight you showed me and uh so yeah so i i got completely caught up and not only did i binge it all get caught up i told my wife i said you gotta see this show it's just freaking phenomenal and then she was like all right i'll give it a chance and i re-binge watched it with her (laughs) literally like like i don't even think it was two weeks after i watched it the first time um, so like, I really just, I, and I didn't care. I didn't care at all. It was like so good to me the second time around, even though I had literally just watched all of these episodes. And then for me, it was fun watching it the second time. Cause I'm watching my wife's reactions to these scenes and to what's going on. And, uh, you know, I, I'll say from a female perspective, like my wife doesn't love a lot of gore and, and, you know, a lot of the super Uber violence, which Banshee can get to be at some time. So there was some of the stuff that yeah. kind of turn, turned her off a little bit, but the story, overall she was really invested into and she loved it so you know i was glad that i got her to watch it and you know we're really excited you know obviously to watch the the last season together but man it's just it's one of those shows for me they don't come around very often like the last time i felt this strong about a show it was dexter i was a big dexter fan on showtime amazing show and that was one for me that it was just like Every Sunday night, it was like Dexter, 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 you know, and then watching, you know, I have all the seasons on Blu-ray and and when that show ended, I was like bummed because I was like, man, I don't really have like that kind of television show anymore that gets me super pumped. And then Banshee came along and I tell people all the time, like, like this show gave me that feeling back again to where it was just like hands down best show on television gave me everything i wanted and more and it's just it i just really do want to spread the word and that's really why i wanted to do the show is is preach our love for it and get more and more people to check it out um you know and, and support it because it is such a phenomenal show uh tv uh tv.com uh which also i think it's on twitter at tv.com or tv.com something like that uh they actually have a list of like all the top shows on television too and they constantly when it's airing live like on third the third season they were tweeting about it on a weekly basis saying this is the best show on television and and really giving it a lot of praise as well um which i was super happy about because it's not very often that you see like a major um entertainment site or, or publication talk about a show like that uh, you know you always hear about game of thrones and walking dead and all that kind of stuff but you never really hear about banshee and i was glad to see it get weekly props from you know entertainment weekly and from you know tv.com and stuff like that so um it really really is just such a phenomenal show and that was how i really got into it uh what do you, would you have a cool story about how you kind of found it like were you in it from the very beginning or how was what was your take on it um I think I was watching, um, what was I watching? I was watching a movie. It was uh, before season one started. Um, it, it was like in a week. And I was watching a movie, and you know how they'll do um, commercials for their their original shows in between movies now? So it, uh, the movie ended, and there was a preview uh, for Banshee starting, you know, uh, I believe it was like a Friday. 
nine o'clock or whatever. I forget exactly what time slot season one was, but um, I seen the uh, the preview and you know it it looked interesting. And at the time, I didn't have any shows that I felt that way with. There wasn't anything I was really, you know, uh, you know, I'm there when it airs, you know. Um, and so I was, I'm going to check that out. And, you know, the, you know, so I made sure I, I you know, I actually, I uh, DVR'd it and um, watched it, I think, two days later because uh, I was busy that night or whatever. Uh, and, you know, I watch it. And I'm like, I'm not, I'm never missing this show when it's on. It's amazing. And I started t- telling people about it then, you know, and I, I've, and I've watched every episode right up to the end of season three. And then I went back and, you know, I, and I binge watched all, all the way from one to three again, you know, and it's amazing how much you really pick up um, the second time around, um, and I'm sure you you uh, found the yeah. same thing out oh, when, yeah. when you watched it with your wife the second time around. Yeah, yeah, and and now I'm watching it a third time around. I'm finding more things uh, that I missed, you know, and I'm finding you know because now that I I know kind of what already happened, you know, watching season one, they they like allude to so many different things that are coming that I, I never picked up on when I was watching it for the first time or even binge watching it for the second time. Uh, and, and that's, what's so cool about this show. And that, and that's why, you know, uh, this show, th- this one show lends itself to, um, you know, uh, us doing a podcast about it because there's just so much to talk about. There's so much, you know, you know, there's, there, there's so much just, uh, just cool stuff to, to get into, to talk. I mean, you know, we try, you know, we, we were talking, we were talking about this introduction, uh, first episode of welcome to Banshee or at, uh, at welcome the number two Banshee on Twitter. Um, uh, and, uh, you know, um, and, you know, uh, I, it's just, you know, I, I, I just wanted to, you know, I just wanted to do it, and and I'm, you know, and like I said, Banshee fans are really passionate about the show, and um, you know, uh, you know, and I approached you with the idea, and you were like, yes, we have to do this, and you know, and we're doing it, and I'm I'm super excited for the end of January a- after going through season one for a third time. Um, right now I'm at season or episode four. So, uh, you know, by, by the end of, uh, of, uh, the month here, I'll, I'll be all, uh, caught up with the end of season one and I'm, I'm sure I'll, I'll be, you know, excited to start season two, <laughs> just like I was the first time, you know? Oh yeah. So, but I mean, you know, um, but, but that's what I mean. Like, uh, you know, uh, people have just started binge watching shows more than watching them when they come on now and it's a shame because the networks are still in the ratings uh, kind of mindset world they don't really give dvr enough time to you know count for rating i think they give it i I mean they used to give it 24 hours now they're giving it i think like a week 
or so. And if it does, if it doesn't get watched, they don't count it. Um, but they really need to, um, you know, broaden that and open their eyes to what they really, uh, what's really going on with the, you know, how people are watching TV nowadays. Um, so, you know, us doing the show, uh, it just seems like so perfect that, you know, January, February, March, season one, season two, season three, and then in April, you know, uh, hopefully you guys will be, uh, you know, the fans out there will, you know, be, be binge watching it along with us and, and, and you know, uh, waiting to see what we thought of the, of the, the season two and the season three and really looking forward to season four and what we think of every single episode because I'm sure, you know, once you hear how we talk about uh, a season as a whole, uh, you're going to really want to hear how we talk about an episode as a whole. And, and that's what we're really looking forward to. And we have, you know, a lot of time to get there. And so we have a lot of time to grow a fan base to this, to this, um, you know, to this uh, show uh, that we're doing. And it just seems like, I mean, you know, with the marathon just being on, we already have a fan base going that's been waiting for the intro that we're doing now. And, you know, and we're hopefully it's just going to keep on going. And I'm looking so forward to just the end of January. You have no idea. I mean, uh, have, 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 have you started watching season one again yet? I haven't. And I don't know if I'm going to have the time to do it beforehand. So I'm just trying to uh, watch clips and get myself refreshed so I can can recap. You know, lucky for me, <clears throat> I've already gone. I just went through the show, you know, within the last six months, uh, two times. So I'm hoping it'll keep, you know, pretty fresh for me. So. Oh, definitely uh, do my best i caught some during the marathon and you know of all three seasons and kind of you know we'll go from there so but yeah i mean i'm I'm super excited to get into it to talk about it uh so i thank everybody again for you know turn tuning into this little intro we wanted to just do this episode just to kind of say what up to everybody and let you know about the show and about what we plan to do and, you know, why we're coming together to do this and kind of, you know, get you guys excited for, you know, what's to come. Like, you know, like Frank said, you know, we're going to, you know, season one, January, season two, February, season three, March, full discussions of the whole entire season, spoiler filled, of course. And then once April 1st hits and we get into season four, it'll be a weekly uh, television show recap show, you know, where we'll talk about the episode, what we liked, what we didn't like. And um, and we'll also discuss, you know, our theories and predictions of what we think might be coming and what's going on. And, you know, we got left off with some pretty big uh, kind of holes at the end of season three, too. That kind of, oh, boy, did we. You know, <laughs> you know, that gave us a lot of direction of wondering where the show is going to go. And we know there's going to be some new characters and uh, Elijah Dushku is coming to the show in the fourth season. And, yep, you know, yep. so there's going to be a lot of great stuff. And I think we're in for a real, real big treat. Uh, come April 1st so you know welcome to Banshee everybody yep welcome to Banshee definitely uh so uh Don uh Don Maggot they uh uh you're uh they can find you at uh your Twitter uh at what what is it again I'm sorry (laughs) 
<laughs> you, you can follow me on Twitter at DXDonMega. And, uh, of course, follow my show, uh, my entertainment show at Am I on the Air, and uh, follow along with that. This show is also going to be a part of Red Dragons Radio, uh, so I definitely want to shout that out as well. It's reddragonsradio.com, where you can listen to this show every week, Welcome to Banshee. You can listen to Am I on the Air, my other show. You can listen to Frank's show that he'll tell you about here in a second. So we're all available to stream on reddragonsradio.com. You can follow on Twitter at reddragonsradio so you know what's going down with all the programming between all the shows that go down on the network. It's a great hub for a lot of podcasts that are out there right now of uh, a lot of cool people just trying to get their content out. It's a lot of different specialties and genres and I definitely implore you to check out the site and uh, give everybody a nice little listen and uh, spread the love there. Yeah, and I, I definitely want to thank you again for, uh, you know, uh, inviting my show and uh, to uh, your uh, Red, reddragonsradio.com. Uh, um, that was really, uh, really gracious of you, and we can't thank you enough for uh, our show. Um, you know, uh, my my uh, personal Twitter is uh, at uh, links, so it's uh, L-L-N-K-Z, um, easy. And uh, uh, my show, I'm I'm from the racing world. Uh, the, my show is called uh, Indie Sports Car Podcast. It's on iTunes and uh, Podbean.com. Podbean also has an app for you Apple haters. <laughs> so, you know, if you have a Droid or a Windows phone, um, uh, Podbean has an app so you can get our show there. But uh, you can also get it, like uh, Don said, on uh, uh, RedDragonsRadio.com. And uh, uh, the... Uh, uh, we also have a website. It's uh, www. Uh, dot com, and uh, you know, I'm really super excited to uh, you know again, you know, uh, do this show. Welcome to Banshee. That's uh, at Welcome the Number Two Banshee on Twitter, and uh, you know, start following us, and you know, uh, you know, give us a shout out, and you know, uh, we'll. Uh, Definitely look forward to uh, inter- interaction with the fans uh, of the show and everything, and um, can't wait for the end of January, Don. So, I mean, you know, like you said, man, welcome to Banshee. Yes, I'm very happy to be in Banshee, and we'll be in Banshee for several more months, so come along for the ride. Rock on.